Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the God's Country Podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and the outdoors. We are back after a quick little break for Christmas and the holiday uh, holiday season. Back here with my boy Hess. What's up, man? What's going on, buddy? This will be our, I'm assuming, like our last one before 2024. 2024, bro. Which is, uh, which is wild. Time yeah. absolutely flies and... It flies a little bit faster when you're 30 and staring down the barrel of 30. <laughs> right. Or staring down the barrel of, we are tick-tocking away that your child is here. She's a ticking time bomb. We're what? Like <laughs> a couple weeks? Maybe? Uh, less than that, man. 11 days. 11 days from the due date. So we're uh, wow. we're very close, man. We've uh, We've got another doctor's appointment at the end of this week here in a couple days. And only got uh, a couple more. And then we'll... We'll see, yep. but we're uh, we're pretty much to the point where, you know, baby Reed can come at uh, at any time, which is stressful. <laughs> you nervous? Brings on some anxiety. Are you nervous? <laughs> no, man. What you, what, just Solid at, as a rock. Just, steady, steady as a rock. Out of just out of curiosity, what do you think the most like nerves, like with the idea of like your baby getting here, like comes from? Like, what are you most nervous about that you think at least? Just me- just everything going well that the baby's healthy so like the actual process the actual just that would be you know i know whenever the baby's here and thumbs up and Kristen's good and then i'll be able to take a breath you know what i mean well and there's i think there's checkpoints with that like yeah like you said after you can take a breath there then it kicks in like we've said before in previous podcasts like oh crap i gotta take this thing home with me like oh i gotta make sure it doesn't die (laughs) you know what i'm saying you telling me i have to keep this thing alive yeah 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 when the nurses hand it to you and say well take it and you're like take it away all right. Yeah. So Are you sure can we not just stay here forever? And and a big thing, man. Um, and this might kind of tie into what we've kind of briefly discussed about today. Um, I remember the, with my first son, really more than anything else, um, being so. I, mean, I don't want to be like the bearer of bad news or like make it sound like it's super negative because everybody's experience is different. But um, just being so tired, <laughs> like so, like. Almost like nauseous, tired. You know what I'm saying? Um, because even when you do find a small window to get some rest while you're in the hospital, while you're sleeping on a solid as a rock couch, uh, you can't mentally shut down because of everything going on. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Um, it kind of set in uh, the other night. I haven't even told you this yet. Uh, my buddy Jared lives in Moorhead, and he's got you know two two little girls, uh, Hadley and Henley. And I... Uh, I was talking to him just through text a couple nights ago, and you know he's like, "Ah, what'd you guys get into?" And I'm like, "Ah, man, you know we've had a long day. You know we're just getting ready to go, you know, sit on the couch and watch a movie and just have some couch, just relaxing downtime." And he's like, "You better enjoy that." <laughs> he's like, "I can't remember the last time I did that," uh, you know. And he, his, that's funny, man. His his little girl, she's she's about Andy's age, yeah. and uh, the last time I saw her, I'm like, "Well, I'm like, do you uh?" do you take naps you take breaks and she said i play all day yeah <laughs> and i'm like yep. yeah he's like listen i don't remember the last time i uh i had a breath uh, a breather so it, it depends on who they are you know like we've, we've talked to about the difference between even the, my two boys you know um andy was never really one of those to, to nap and he was always kind of going but like hunter kind of he's a napper man he he needs his little oh yeah but you know and and that's what i was saying like you got to be able to 
to balance that kind of stuff out. And and the rest will come. It's hard in the beginning because you, you can't, it's just, I think if you, and like you tell me all the time with workouts, like you kind of embrace the suck, you know, it's not going to be fun, but no, in the long run, it, it won't be like that forever. It's just a phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of translates to, I think we were discussing a little bit earlier, like deer hunting, man, like there's a lot of work that you put the way we hunt. Um, and the, all the scouting, um, and stuff in, in the early seasons. Um, and then even all the work we put into it, actually time in the woods and the effort and the physical labor aspect of it too. But we're reaching point now, um, right after Christmas, we still got a little bit of time technically legally for Kentucky to hunt. I think Kentucky's bow season stays in until like, it's like the second Sunday of January, but you you know, and to kind of touch back on what you just said, it's the same thing. I mean, whether you're in a gym or in life, you know, in the woods, whatever it may be, you're always, you're putting in equity, you're putting in sweat equity. So you talked about it, your workout, you know, you're putting in, if you want to, you think about going to an ATM, if you want to go to an ATM and you normally pull out money, if you want to pull out results, whether it's killing that big buck in the fall or, you know, seeing your kids grow up and you know and do great things if you want to put in pull out those results and pull in that equity you got to you got to put into it you know and that's the same thing we do in the summer when we're out running trail cameras and corn and hanging stands and scouting right it's the same thing you know but how weird does it feel too like now that we're getting into this season that yeah you can be you can be that overachiever hunter right mm-hmm. you can like as soon as season's over you're already starting preparations for the next season. And that stuff's important to aspect, but I, I do think there's also a small window where you just got to chill for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Especially in your situation, like you're kind of being forced to, because hunting is yeah. going to become obviously secondary to your life here soon. Um, and I think at least until the baby's at least, you know, a couple of weeks old and I can take it in the woods with me a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but I think it, and, and we've had these before too, Think of a, a not-so-great deer season, right? I remember telling you, like, there's been seasons that I've had, like, real big ambitions of, like, what this year was going to bring and it not pan out at all. So normally by this time in a in another year of a bad season, I'm You're like, whooped. oh, I hate, I hate deer hunting. You're I hate deer. I hate the idea of getting in a tree. I hate the idea of getting in the woods. Yeah. And it, and it, takes, it takes those few months to, to reset mentally and prepare yourself to go get another whipping from the next season right yeah and i think i think this time of year and and to kind of put you where we're both at you know it's uh excuse me it's the end of december we've got a couple weeks left of bow season here in kentucky and we both have doe tags i actually i went bow hunting yesterday with full intentions of just trying to put meat in other people's freezers you know so we're kind of we're dwindling down but even after a successful season in the fall or a bad season, like you talked about, it's really important to take that time, not just to, to rest, but to reset and to look back and to evaluate what you did. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And cause we're always, we're looking for improvement, you know, just like I just, just said, whether it's in life in the gym in the woods work at home, you're always looking for improvement and you're always trying to self-assess. So how can I look back this time of year and think about things I did in the woods you know, the previous four and five months and, you know, did that, did that, was I able to pull out that success out of that ATM I talked about, or did it decline? (laughs) You know what I mean? Did I not fill any tags or, or is the freezer empty? You know what I mean? But 
you know, and, and we've been, we've been blessed, you know, I mean, freezer's full. I mean, how many years have we went and, and piggyback off of the deer from the pre the year before, you know, yeah. not ha- we, we've had a very good year this year, especially when we're yeah. still waiting on the elk, which I haven't asked it's you done. about that. Is it done? I'm going to get it tomorrow. Damn. No, I'm sorry. Friday. I'm, I'm going to get it Friday. You didn't tell me. I was so excited. <laughs> well, okay. See, surprise. Yeah, we've had an awesome. We've had a great year. You know, I'm going to get it Friday. So awesome. uh, elk cookout coming very soon. That's exciting. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I think I think that's life in general. But like, you can say, you know, of course we have to we have to work as men biblically. You know, we have to supply for our family, protect our family. And part of that's it's working. Andy literally said the other day. Cause I had to go back to work today from our, my small little Christmas break that I had. And, uh, he said, man, I wish, I wish that you didn't have to go to work and you could just go to the bank. <laughs> and I said, you know what, dude, <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> I definitely do too. But if that money was just there. I right. thought about that too, man. Like what if everything I have and everything we have, we could just still have it, but yeah. I could just not you know, work. What if I just didn't go for a little while? <laughs> and, you know really, I mean? and, and really, and really, you know my story more than a lot of other people that you know that's that's not always the case in certain situations and and i i really feel sorry and and pray for people that don't have that opportunity um to find rest you know i for the first few years of my marriage and even a little bit after my first son was born i I was working midnight jobs all the time um and you know because you were there like the product of that was just misery for me well, um, you were a very just worn down version of yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. very worn down to where you're either way too tired to function or even when you are trying to do the things you enjoy, you couldn't really enjoy them because you were so tired. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, oh, you're for just, sure. and especially in the job that you were at, you're working nights and you're very stagnant. Yeah. You know, you're not able to get up and move and exercise the way you're supposed to because you're tired. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, and then that cycle you know, you get in that and we're at that time of year too, where you talk about like seasonal depression and stuff like that, because oh, yeah. the days are short. There's yeah. not a lot going on. Most of the time, like we got snacks at the house, man. It's great. It's right. Christmas. Right. Most of the time you're eating bad and you yeah. kind of get in that negative cycle. And that's kind of where, where you ended up. And right? weirdly for me though, I still battle with sometimes the summertime being my seasonal depression. Cause this happened during the summer. Yeah. And it also, I think, I always say like it's it's the opposite of deer season too. So my my <laughs> w- tree woods therapy that I do for my mental health, uh, I don't have that in the summertime. And, and there's it, a fix to that. It's yeah. called fishing. Right there you go. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm I'm obviously I'm I'm very passionate about three things in my life that I've talked about, and that's my God, my wife, and my kids. Um, I'm not passionate about a job. A job is secondary to to prioritize. You know those three passions of what I have. Um, and I know I have to have it, but in those moments, uh, I wasn't getting rest and you know, that's, it's key. And, and God gives you that rest a lot of times. And he was the only thing that really brought me out of that real dark place where I got, because I wasn't able to be the daddy and the husband that I think that I was called to be, um, just by default. And I had to, he worked in my patience, man, of getting me out of a situation like that. And it was just to sit still, and let him kind of heal me for a little bit, you know? Um, and that thing that you sent me the other day, um, and I, and I think you got it brought up that you is a awesome read of what, you know, God can do in your life. And especially in the aspect of as a man, sometimes it, it takes us a minute to, 
to understand the severity of stop, just stop and calm down and take a breather. And because you, you have to recuperate, you have to rest. It's essential, man. It's essential. Yeah. I'll go ahead and share that up. <clears throat> so to kind of give you guys a behind the scenes. So I have a routine where every morning, you know, I kind of carve out a time where I'll read my devotionals and do my Bible study. And, and most of the time I'll kind of go in and I'll highlight what I read. But then if it's something that really speaks to me that I'm like, man, that's awesome. I got to take a picture of it or I'll share it or make a note or something so I can come back to it. Well, just so happened I read this one and I'm like, dang, we got to talk about that. So I took a picture of it and sent it to Hess and we kind of revisited it. But it's uh, it's uh, out of a devotional. I think it's called The Manly Minute um, that a buddy of mine named Austin Atkins actually got uh, hit. Long story short, I coach high school golf. His little sister golfs for me and she got me a gift at the end of the season and he knew I was a hunter and a Christian and he picked it out for me. So it's awesome. Nice job, Austin. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so basically what it is, guys, it's, uh, out of, out of Matthew chapter 11, uh, verses 28, 29, it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul. So, you know, we talk about rest and how important it is to just kind of take that minute and just reflect on what you're doing and uh, to self-assess and evaluate where you're at in your life. And really for your mental health, it's huge. But I'll go ahead and share the devotion here that goes along with it because it really, like I said, it's really spoke to me and I, I knew that it was something we wanted to discuss. But it says, the longer I go in my journey with Christ, the more I find that faith is every bit as much a mental game as it is a matter of the heart. Faith is about how you look at your world. It's about how you interpret the things life throws at you daily. Faith is about knowing something is true, not believing that something is most likely true. I've read the above passage countless times, but one day it struck me that Jesus told me to learn from him. So the question is, what am I learning? Is there a connection between learning and resting? It seems to me that the closer a man gets to the heart of the God who created him, the more he learns what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. Learning is a lifelong progression. A man must learn that God is faithful and that assurance only comes over a period of interpreting life, waiting, and watching as God comes through over and over again. I learn based on experiences in everyday life, that he is more than able. I believe that what Jesus meant by learn from me is that he wants me to learn that he is perfectly faithful, that he cannot lie, that he cannot foul up, and that he cannot lead me in a wrong direction. When I learn that he is sovereign in every single situation of my life, then I can find rest for my soul and for my emotions. Because I have learned that in every situation, he is who he said he is, faithful. Woo! Killer, bro. So I read that, and I'm like, oh, man, we got to talk about that. It's <laughs> awesome. Like, that's, yeah. that's legit, man. Yeah, and it, it it's the promise of, you know, in those moments of not having rest, and you get in your own head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm big on that, man. Like I, I know, I I struggle to slow down. Yep, and I struggle to not try to do everything on my own. Well, we naturally think that progression and learning more and be more productive is 
our actions yeah. and, and going, 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 go, going. Go, 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 go. I, I don't have enough time of the day because I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm involved with this. I'm involved with that. And I think sometimes, you know, even in some, you know, the Bible says, be still sometimes. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Be still. Like, that stuff's fun. And, and being a hard worker is, is biblical too. It talks about mm-hmm. getting up and going to work and, and, and being productive. But, to provide because but, you're supposed to. But you have, you have to, have to find time to take a moment for yourself and more importantly, take a moment for God, man. I've caught myself here lately. Um, you know, I am, we're super involved with our church and I help lead the, lead the worship and stuff. So, um, in my car, I I got about a 20, 25 minute drive to work every day. Um, and of course a lot of those, um, minutes that I have in the road is filled with worship music and different things that I'm listening to. Um, and I've caught myself being able to um, cut the radio off and completely focus on just a straight conversation with me and God. And I forced myself to, I'm not talking like just, well, God hears my thoughts and he understands. He does. But what's more personable about an actual conversation is me taking the effort to verbally it come out of my mouth what mm-hmm. I want to say to him. He doesn't, he doesn't, it's a conversation with me and you, you know what I'm saying? If, if me and you never seen each other, we never talked, we weren't on the phone. We didn't meet up and go to the gym. So like that, our relationship would struggle. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of the things that we assume is good going to church and, and me singing and worship. So like that, that's good. Um, being involved with the youth ministry and stuff in my church, that's good. But that's not really what God wants from me personally, right? He wants those those moments to say, stop, like quit with the hustle and bustle of your day. Mm-hmm. Find some time for me. That's hard, right? And you'll 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 realize real quick it's oh, it's, yeah. it's harder with kids, but find some time that I'm I you don't get time with God because he, it's a convenient time for you. Mm-hmm. It's make the time for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I modified my schedule to come and be with you every morning to work out, right? Oh yeah. I wake up earlier now. I, I take away from my sleep time. If you have, but it's like anything else, as you make it a priority. If you want it, you're going to do it. If you want it, you'll if do you it. If you want it, you're going to do it because you're going to have, you're going to have a lot of other hours that you're going to sit and you're going to scroll on your phone on TikTok or right. Instagram or whatever. And sometimes you know what I mean? It, so you make it a priority, man, you're going to do it. And it takes those moments of chill, yep. rest, sit with me, do it the right way. Take a moment to breathe in who God is and what he wants to speak of your life because you're not going to hear it through the hustle and bustle and, and drowning everything out and say, well, I listen to worship music all the way to work. I don't know. I can't remember what scripture it was, but our pastor at church actually talked about it this past Sunday about how, uh, you know, the importance of you can be busy and be involved in the church and the fellowship and all that. But you, you think about it, it's more about your relationship with God. You talk yeah. about having that conversation, but it's also very important of it was like two or or a sum is more is greater than just one basically saying that I need to be around people and fellowship. And yeah. uh, it wasn't iron sharpens iron, but it was something very similar. I can't remember yeah. the scripture, but that's exactly right. Like you need to go and be involved and, and be around like-minded people. And it's very important. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you need to carve out that time. Like I do, man, like I, I joke and tell my students all the time, like, listen, I have a routine and I'll, I have my time where I'm reading my devotionals and doing my Bible study every morning. Yeah. Before in my classroom, before kids come in, 
and I'll joke and tell them because if I don't, I can't deal with you knucklehead kids all day long. Yeah. <laughs> they just yeah. laugh, but I'm like, hey, listen, <laughs> you know, but I can tell the difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a really good way to start the day. If I'm going to work out from, you know, from six to seven and then shower and do Bible study between seven fifteen and seven forty every day. And then before it, I have kids come to my room, it's your, it. it's your physical workout and then your spiritual workout. That's right. Start. It's good. That's and, right. And I've correlated this before too. And I kind of said this to my wife a while back of, of, you know, and my son does a lot of good things and he's very helpful. But in reality, I don't love him because he does good things. That's right. I love him for who he is and the relationship that me and him have together. God doesn't love you because you do good things. That's right. God isn't, doesn't desire for you to be close to him because I, he doesn't love me more because I sing at church. It's a good thing that I do. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that we're involved with the kids and, and he, he likes us to do that thing. But in reality, if the only thing I do is sing at church and, and, and lead little kids to, to pray and worship the, or have events at church, but I don't have any personal time with him, it's, it's irrelevant. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm lacking in yeah, myself. You could, you could do that, but you're going to do that one day a week, two days a week. What about the other days? Right. And it's, it, to me, it's hypocritical. Mm-hmm. How am I going to lead worship and tell people to raise their hands and praise the Lord when in reality – maybe sometimes the only time I'm doing that is on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Right. And that's oh, just yeah. me dogging myself. I'll never, I'll never dog anybody that's it's, I'm not preaching to myself. Right. It's no different than when I tell my kids in health class, they're like, well, I'll talk about working out exercise and stuff like that. They're like, coach, Reed, you get up and work out every morning before school. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, listen, if I'm a, a big nasty slob standing up here in front of the class telling you guys, you need to eat right and exercise. <laughs> you're not going to listen to me. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's the same thing. I mean, if you're, sure. you know, teaching at church or an FCA group or worship or whatever it may be, you lead by example. And the way you lead by example is by getting closer, getting closer to God by your relationship with God. Right. And I think, and, and lastly on all this stuff too, and it just kind of popped in my head like this too, Josh, like when you take a moment to rest, it's not that God necessarily has to take the time to change who you are, but he changes perspective, right? That's right. And and think about this. We, we're going to take a moment that we're going to take a break from the woods, right? Because legally, we kind of have to, at least deer hunting. Well, until we start shed hunting and then right. getting ready for turkey season. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we'll but, start fishing and then we'll but get our ready deer, for squirrel season and then we'll reset again. Right. <laughs> our whitetail perspective is going to change because right. guess what? Like we've said this before, what our setup for my tree stain looks like right now, here in a few months, it's not going to look like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So what we have been having an eye for during this season, he's going to change our surroundings. He's going to change our perspective. We might move a tree stand. We might try a different approach. We've talked about all this before, Mm -hmm. but we have to give ourselves time to disconnect, reevaluate, take a breather. Because if not, I don't think I would be as excited in, in, you know, September of opening day of bow season. If, you know, I didn't have that little bit of a break. Yeah. When you take that break too, and to kind of relate that back to your faith, you take that break and you, in that break is when you're finding ways to strengthen that relationship with God. Yeah. So like I just read, it seems to me that the closer a man gets to the heart of God who created him, the more he learns what it means to walk by faith and not by sight. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Underline. Bolted, highlight it, all caps. Yeah. You know what I mean. I mean that's yeah. 
That's it. I agree. And not giving yourself that opportunity and and time to reevaluate your life. Um, and I'd urge people like look and see where you can pencil God in. And that sounds so bizarre to say to pencil Him in. Like He should be priority in our lives. And to reevaluate and just try try to find some time for Him sounds bizarre, but that's just truth. It's even for me, right? Because having a time to rest, to be quiet, to absorb Him and take Him in for what He wants in your life, um, it's crucial. It's completely crucial. Well, I think the goal is to develop in a holistic approach. So essentially I'm developing mentally, physically, spiritually. Yeah. I'm developing holistically. Right. You know what I mean? One out of three isn't good enough. Two out of three isn't good enough. Three out of three is where I want to be. Right. You know what I mean? It's really important to reset in order to continue to develop in that way if you t- if you work because you can get burnt out if you worked out 24 hours a day what would happen well i'd be really jacked up and then no. i'd be tired yeah you'd be dead <laughs> right so. you have to recover Re- recovery is what a lot of people don't take time to do when you relate it to the gym when you relate it to working out recovery is essential what's your diet you know are you stretching you know are you are you doing auxiliary lifts you know what's your maintenance look like um and really it's it's essential the same way with your mental recovery, with your spiritual recovery. It's in your job. It's you're going to come back. You're going to reach a point where you're going to get more out of rest and resetting to come back more improved than to just drag out the daily grind of go, 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 go. And Absolutely. I think that's kind of what we're wanting to get to right here. Thank you, man. So what do so, you think? Sounds awesome. Let's Put a bow it. on there it, baby. You go. <laughs> so you guys say it. So. <laughs> We've, so Hess laughs afterwards because he's like, man, listen, you got a couple things that you say all the time. And I didn't even realize I say it. Put a bow listen, on it. what do you think, man? You want to put a bow on put it? Put a bow on it or uh, <laughs> give you behind the scenes. You're, you said that this podcast, too. Did I really? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're hopefully to keep pumping these out. I know things happen, and, and we definitely got some things showing up, obviously, actually showing up like a child. Yeah, so, listen, this might be the last one in 2023, and the next time we talk to you, uh, if we have a little bit of another hiatus, it might be because I'm going to be a dad. That's which right, is really man. cool, man. That's okay, so, hey, that's a good excuse to take a little bit of a window. But we're, we're we've enjoyed doing this. You know, we we like um, the people kind of you know talking about just listening to it, and it's not all about that. But it, it's fun just to kind of get our our voices out there and kind of our conversations a little bit. Um, we definitely have been trying to. I've been trying to literally, you know, post every once in a while stuff to our Instagram. Um, go follow our Instagram. Yeah. Remember the handle. That's it. Do I remember the handle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, God's dot. <laughs> I run it, but I don't remember what it is. God's dot country dot podcast. Hess has taken over our Instagram, Instagram account and he is doing an excellent, trying excellent to. job. Trying so, to. So go follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're going to try to throw out some, throw out some more things. Um, we've got the, got a handful of things in the works. That's it. And, uh, like always, guys, we really appreciate you. Give us some feedback. Uh, leave us a review. Give us a share. And uh, let us know what you think. Appreciate you guys. We'll catch you next time. Thanks. <laughs>